to understand that in the journey of life, that becomes our strength. That's what we draw our wisdom from. I refuse to be down, even though I feel down. That's what God says, you know, he says, uh, when they are weak, let the weak say, I am strong. Don't say I am weak. You say the strength of God. When is a casting down? We don't join the camera say it is a casting down. We say what? It is a lifting up. We're not saying it that it may be lifted. No. We are reporting the real time reality that is in the mind of God and not what our eyes see. Because your eyes can be seeing red, but actually what God is seeing is white. And you can only see red because of that, because that's the limit to what you have to access what is on ground. For God sees beyond. When the prophet said, Well, they let's see. God was in a very mighty road inside the sea, but what they saw was water. <laughs> you see, that's why God is faithful. If he tells you to go forward, he will see something you're not seeing. So that's why we don't walk by sight and report a sight report. We walk by faith. We walk by what God says, by the light that He gives to us. And if you want to please him at all costs, you must walk by faith. But only through faith can one be amen and amen. Amen. I want to believe that we are still in touch with what the Spirit of God has been doing with us all this while. So, with a little break, I hope you didn't lose sight. Are you confused now? Have your radar in the ocean at this point, or you see where we're heading to? Who can just help us understand? I mean, give us a a little bit of what we've been doing thus far. Mm-hmm. It's a special session that we've been having with us for more than six months now. Are you still much? Yes. So, what are we talking about here? Just give flash. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, just more flash. What are we talking about here? It can't be just talk from your head. There are most people that don't know. Yes? That one. Yes, but so we okay, yes, from there. That's all right. The washing of the water by the water mm-hmm. with the blood of God. Yes. And he gives us priests and kings. Yes. To reign on earth. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what is what they what what time do we give it? We give it the time that we get from the all on the all part of the package. Who can help us in that area? Something led to all this is you're giving now. Just be a simple, be simple sentence. Yes, it's part of it, but there's something that led to the presenting. What the Holy Spirit is doing right now in the church. There's a reason why that came up. We must know what the Spirit is doing at time, at every moment. This is not just moving around, it's with the church. What is it doing now? 
And that's how you put yourself in, in line with the purpose of God. If you don't know what the Spirit is doing, you can be doing your own thing. You can be off record. But knowing what the Spirit is doing, and in the church, that by this time, at this point in time, it gives you the, uh, the grace to take a look, lay hold on the grace available for the moment. It's like, for instance, now, okay, you guys are all into the government and all that thing. Yeah, that's the government have released 400 billion dollars. Now, for small scale businesses, tell me what happened. Even banks, you say, hey, can we help you manage this money to reach out to, okay, eh? what do you call it? Sorry, no. eh? To reach out to those who are in need of it. Everybody has can vote, and they ask the federal government, oh, please, through the different you know, the, the, the table place that this money will pass to, have access to what money is okay. They say there's money now. Whatever they want to do in terms of small scale uh, businesses. Because there's something on the ground. But if they're stopping and applying, they tell you something, sorry, there's no money for that market. You see, so, so likewise, so if we know what the Holy Spirit is doing right now in the church as, as a major agenda of God, of humanity, and the church, can take advantage of that grace. To do a lot in your life. It helps you to be in alignment with God. So that was what triggered all this revelation about the office of the Christ, which we handled in the past, talking about the washing of the water by the word of God, talking about when the Spirit comes, Jesus says that in John chapter 16, verse 13, when the Holy Ghost comes, He will lead you to the truth. He will take what is mine and declare them to you. He will show you what is to come. When the Spirit comes, now He has come. And this is what He's doing in the body of Christ right now. And you are a member of that body. So you must be in touch with what the Spirit is doing in your life at this point in time. And yield yourself so that He can furnish you with all it takes. And so that at the end of it all, you can be presentable as Paul would say in the church chapter 5. To the wash of the water by the word of God. Because God's intention is that before you exit this place, everything the Holy Spirit needs to do in your life must be fully carried out. It's not about how you live your life. It's not about I'm a holy person and I went to church and took communion. These are little things. There are more things about the word of Christ than your personal life and your journey. Your personal life and your journey must be in alignment with the bigger purpose of God in your life. Very important. And this is what makes you to be able to be strong enough in this end time, now in this our generation, with the way the devil is going. When you are furnished with what more than what you are just doing personally, but God's people doing better than you. When the Spirit of God, when the devil sees you, he sees that this person is not just a citizen, but a citizen who has been raised, who God has interest and has invested things in, 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 in life. Your profile in the spirit goes high. We don't want to become Christians that will just come and want to battle with you. I want to want to showcase and say, yes, I go to church. I'm a communicant. I pray in tongues. These are just the the ephemerals. But when there's a vivid 
display of the perfect washing of the word of God in your spirit. That this person is a partaker of the word, and the word has begun the administration of cleansing you, changing your mentality, changing your attitude. The formation of Trinity is only at work in you. Wow. You know what it means? You know what it means? You have become the agenda of heaven. Heaven can mean something because the worship of the word of God is that God can speak to your heart straight and you can hear him. And you are changing. Each word that comes day by day, you are transforming from glory to glory, from glory to glory. You wash away the lush of fear and fear. You wash away the lush of faith comes from life. You wash away those sanctifications, the grace of understanding. All of this start taking place in your life. It's no issue of where I'm going to church anymore. You have entered a new realm. And the Holy Spirit will be excited that this person can be truly presented to the Father. From wrinkles and what? From spots. He will wash you from, wash you from sin and then begin to prepare you for immortality. Why you are still on earth here? In your simple Christian life, you are walking around, but you are started operating the grace of immortality. That means the spirit of deafness and often obscurity are losing their grips over you already. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to demonstrate in you. And if you don't hear yourself, how will you use it? You're not praying for oh God is here as we are going now, may you help us. No. When you have entered this realm, it's a state of life. Every other thing will be added unto you. We are engaging the spirit of immortality. You have begun to triumph over death, even when you are still alive. Come to a place, life comes alive. You come to a place, your energy shuts down darkness. Without prayer, your atmosphere is so loaded that you don't even say words anymore. Your mind becomes a prayer. And that's when Paul will say, Our God is able to do more than we can think of or imagine because of His power at work in us. It's a power, it's a generator that's at work inside of you. And that generator is what immortality. Paul was operating it when he crossed the sea and he was packing by wood and snake beat him. He didn't shout, tie it, tie it, snake beat me. No. What did he do? He just removed the snake and put the fire and continued. It's not like, hey, can we bring blast to here? Or somebody who knows how, who knows somebody who is a beating snake. He was operating immortality. The poison died. Those who believe in me, in my name, they shall cast up here. They shall trample on that foot. Serpents and scorpions. They shall even if they take any deputy, it shall not by any means hurt them. How? Did they say they will pray about it? It shall not by any means hurt them. Jesus was speaking from a realm. It's called the realms of immortality. They poison you. Instead of praying about it, I'm trusting God. Now, see all that. Which is there, taking my name to the God. And he said, I can't rest. And I will pray about it. God, it has been revealed to me. And now, William, you have not started. And now the Holy Ghost will form you to use the word. That's why we must know what the Holy Spirit is doing right now in the church. The church must be present. Yes, church. 
must be presented. Yes, that's why when he comes, when the spirit of truth comes, John chapter 16, verse 13, please come look at this. Open your Bible. John chapter 16. What does it say? If you are there, you can bring it out. From verse 13. When the spirit of truth comes, mm -hmm. he will guide you into all the truth. Now stop. Has that spirit come? Yes. Huh? Which day did it come officially? From the Pentecost. Now, at this same place, the Bible is that he has gone back to the, he has gone back to the, to the Father, so he's still with us right now. Yeah? So when he comes, that is his purpose. This is mission. When he comes, he will do what? He will lead us to all So there are truths. He will reveal them to you. He will reveal truths, systems of truth. He will communicate them to you. And so that when you know the truth, what happens? The truth will make you free. So he's coming with such light. I want you to take a time and digest this. That's why he's coming with the seven operations of his office. Eh? We know that, right? Do you know the same operations of the office? The office of what? Wisdom. Uh -huh. Come on. Knowledge. Wisdom. What is forgetting that? Knowledge. Knowledge. Understanding. Understanding. Counsel. Counsel. Piety. And what? One, two, three, four, five. Uh huh. Which one? Which one are we missing now? Fortitude. And then fear of God. You see, he comes with that seven pieces. And the first four is called, is called what? Hey, I've forgotten the name. Awareness gives. He creates supernatural awareness. Your sense is giving you natural awareness. Your eyes can give you scriptures. But when he comes with this wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and cancer, he takes you to a new realm. You can see beyond what the eyes can see. You can perceive other realities that senses cannot capture. That's what it does. You start seeing what other people cannot see. You start seeing liberty where you are seeing bondage. You start seeing future when they say there's no future. He leads you to the truth. That means that what will be holding all this while is lies. Are we together here? That means that what we've been dealing with is lies. No matter how we have polished it and we say it's true, the knowledge of the senses are lies. Richard, when you understand this and go to that realm, the report of men becomes useless. Even reports of institutions that were so dear in the world of today, in different fields of life, politics, medicine, and then it becomes lies because they're all senseless. That sex knowledge. And that's why they are afraid with what they live to experimental error. Meaning that they are not perfect. And John will say, even though we believe the reports of men, the reports of God are what? They are greater. They are greater. What do I 
for us to just look around the streets and not walking away and say, ah, these are all people that I'm gone. No, you're not gone. There's still more to life than what your eyes can give you. So wisdom will be activated when you allow him to come and say, Holy Spirit, I want to walk with you now. Yes, I know that yet you have come to lead me to the truth. Then he will begin to discipline you. Like a teacher disciplines a student. To be able to bring to the composure where he can assimilate and capture facts and figures as being communicated from a teacher. He will break some yokes in your life, he will break some habits that limit your ability to perceive. You are talking too much, you will shut your mouth. Say, from my hand, stop talking too much. So every time you are always everywhere, you are everywhere. Say, hey, 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 if you want to capture truth, you can't be waka waka like anymore. You will change your mind. If you try to sleep and sleep and finish your system, he will tell you now you have to start waking up to activate certain level of energy in your mind to capture things. That's why when the Holy Ghost comes to your life, you can't remain the same. Are we here? Yes. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. His wisdom will flood your mind. He will start telling you strange things. Demonic things from you. He said, Can I give me life? I don't know. I cannot do it because I use the normal. And the normal are part of the thing that have kept you where you are. You begin to pump in knowledge. Strange knowledge. Strange knowledge. Understand will be given to you. When you come to a church and look at the lights and the altar, it, it can communicate to you a lot. You understand the power of light in the spirit. Not in just you don't think just like as just mere religious uh, activity. Oh, it's the religion. Then that's why the camera is there. No. When you look at the Eucharist, you understand the implication of the Eucharist. This is the physical eye, what the eye can see, but the implication is this: you can see far. The sign of the cross means a lot to you. That when I'm making that sign, you are invoking the entire powers of the Trinity. You are interacting with strange beings. That's what knowledge and understanding brings to you. Cancel. You need to cancel about life. You have ideas about things. You know, on the table, the people say, no, 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 walk. Do this one. Like, you know, like Moses. Go forward. The Holy Ghost said, go forward. He said, sir, where are we to? There is water everywhere. <laughs> Just imagine if Moses had argued with the Holy Spirit. They will be there and the Jesus will come and make the rock. He said, go forward. He said, how? He said, what is in your hand? He said, touch the water. I'm sure Moses had never in any way in his mind ever seen, seen when the ocean opened up. That was the first time the eyes was seeing what he doesn't understand. He touched the water. The Bible says, the four, the wings came from the four parts of the earth. Which means, <laughs> <laughs> when you read it, you know, it? the wings came from the four corners of the earth, from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, and came and began to make way inside the water. When is our technology going to get to that level? It exists. But science has not been able to capture that energy that will put that dimension. And the water will be. The water stop moving. 
the creature they can even dry the ground. The water stood still, like a still, like a like a wall, and the two of them marched. They marched and passed. That's speed teaching. That's what the Holy Ghost cancels you. He takes you beyond what one day can offer you. That is what God wants to do with the church. You are the church. But for him to do that, you must complete with him. Because if you argue with him and doubt him, he will leave you. That's why the first four offices must take hold of you. You become a slave to his wisdom. You become a slave to his understanding. You become a slave to the knowledge that comes. You will increase your appetite about that knowledge inside. That's why you still say you begin to read the Bible aggressively. The Bible is the raw matter that brings you to the spirit where you start having access to these esoteric dimensions of God. And when you are there in the midst of the world that says everything is weak, you will tell them everything is what? Strong. They say, look at this person. What are you saying? Because you are speaking from another lane. When he begins to walk on your mind, he wants to make sure that he dethrones the lies that held you spellbound. The corruption of knowledge, the corrupt wisdom of this world, the corrupt understanding the enemy has given to you. If you want to understand that corrupt dimension, you read Ephesians chapter 4, from verse 17, when Paul says, I beseech you not to walk as the devil's walk, who walk in what? In the futility of their mind. In that darkened understanding, eliminated from the life of God, cut off from the life of God because of the hardness of their heart, captured in the heaviness of what? Ignorance. Ephesians chapter 4. If you read it, you see why Paul captured that type of understanding. So the devil has his own understanding, has his own wisdom, has his own counsel, but all that what? In the realm of darkness. There are ways that seem right to a man, but the end of it is what? Death. Futility. Useless life. When the Holy Ghost has been to deal with that darkened understanding you have acquired all these years, this knowledge you have foundation as knowledge and use it to argue with God. When you have dealt with it and dealt with it, then you will not change your attitude from where piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. These are called what the attitudinal words gives. You will change your attitude. <coughs> Your approach to life will change. It's only when this happens that the truth will begin to make sense to you. Say so thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This journey is the journey of cleansing you by the water through the word of God. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse Husband, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her. Also, sanctify the church. Who is the church? Me, me, not the way. Yes, he wants to sanctify you with what? With what? With what? Good. So, that's what the Holy Spirit has come to do. He has come. 
to lead you to honor him as he's leading from one level of truth to another. He's sanctifying you. I want to be counted among your children. And that sanctification can only take place when you begin to have access to the truth. What I'm sharing with you right now is the truth. So even sanctification is going on right now. As you yield yourself to this in-depth outpouring of truth, something is happening in your soul. It's disarming lies, unbelief, fear, and ignorance. Depending on how the quality of your receptability, if you receive it from your heart and pray more and say, Holy Spirit, do more than what the Father is telling me right now, then the quality of your sanctification increases. Look at what Jesus told the apostle said. He said, If you say, Job, when he was washing their feet, and Peter said, You can't wash my feet. No, you have a master. I'm supposed to wash your own. He said, If I don't wash you, I have nothing in common with you. You can say, Oh, not only my leg. My tongue, my head, my back. He said, No, you are already labeled by the words I've spoken to you. So he has been speaking his word to them for a time now, and that word has cleansed them, sanctified them. In terms of this, Father, sanctify them by your word. Your word is true. When the devil sees you and you have been sanctified by the word, he knows he will go part of your badge. And shout bye bye fire. But they're not being sanctified, the devil knows. That's after shouting bye bye fire. He comes back to you again. He can shut down your system. He can say every precaution of this thing is closed. You can be carried. Say, I don't my life. What is happening to me? I'm on attack. Someone who is sanctified can never say with his mouth, I'm on attack. Yes. Because the truth sanctifies you. And when you are truly sanctified, you are not a dark, you are not darkness, you are light. Your presence announces energy. It is darkness that should be all the company that is under attack, not you being light. So he will lead the church from one truth. What we are doing, you see, since we began this journey, in fact, eight months ago, we've been traversing different dimensions. He's taken us and taken us to different dimensions of truth so that our souls can capture it. I want to capture it. Let it be done to me according to your word. Because your word immediately something happens. It starts something that God has invested in life all these years the workings of His power. The power at work in us. There's a power at work. And the raw material that activates this power is truth. So every day, you wake up early, you perish to scripture. Oh God, light me up. Send me your word. I need to see a truth in your word. That's why we wake up early. Not just to pray and say, God, protect us. We need to be fed. Man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Every day we we pant like the deer and say, Father, send one word, the preceding word for the day for me. And the Bible says, The seed of man is a candle of the Lord. When that word hits you, your candle comes alive. And with that illumination, wisdom is activated. 
Knowledge is activated. Understanding is activated. Cancer comes alive. You step out. So say those who he say, I'm the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, for he shall possess the light of life. So when you come out in the midst of the confusion of life, wisdom is at work. Knowledge is at work. Cancer is at work. Fear will not determine your choices of life. Intimidation from the quarters of darkness will not determine what you will do. Ignorance cannot shut you down. Because you are too enlightened to be confused. Shout a big amen. This I'm talking about is about you. It's about you. You are this person I'm describing. And that's why this life reminds you that each day your candle comes alive. And by virtual illumination, Darkness we can darkness cannot shut us down. You don't need to see darkness. You are the one, you are the one telling darkness about around. Not to looking for darkness. Is darkness here? Is the devil in my house? Where is he? Is the devil in my business? No, you don't look for the devil. Did the devil say, hey, I hope for this light is not very real. Because if I come around like a light, light shines into him and reminds him of his condemnation. I don't aware that what they use in judge the devil is the light. And God has given that light. What did Jesus say? He said, I saw Satan. Eh? What did he say? I saw Satan. Do what? <coughs> what did he say? I saw Satan fall like what? Lightning. They used light to judge him. And light demystified him. And showed him how cruel and finished he was. And Jesus comes now and gives that same light. Gives you the same light. And you are now telling me that the Satan has covered you. Can you see the difference? That's why no matter what the devil stares around us, we are too confident with the light to mess him up big time. Just shine the truth. Tell him who you are, who the Holy Ghost has revealed you to be in God. I'm the light of the world. Look at what, 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 what the devil was doing in the Old Testament. He understood this in so much. The Lord is my light, my help. Whom shall I fear? He wasn't praying. The Lord is a stronghold of my life. Before whom would I shrink from? Is that a prayer? He was bragging from the womb of wisdom. When my enemies come against me to drink my flesh and drink my, and my, my flesh and drink my blood, it is they who stumble and fell. That's a man who has become a victim of the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the understanding of God, and the counsel of the Spirit. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. Was it a prayer to God? Hey, hey, hey. I'm asking a question. The guy came into where he was experiencing the pressure of lack. Things were like nothing worse yet. He had to announce and say, hey, stop. Stop your pressures. I'm different. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack here. Fresh and green in the pastures, where he gives me repose. Nearest waters he, he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. So not the measure I need for the day. My cup overflows. Even though I pass through the valleys or the shadows of death, I fear no evil. The Lord is there with his cloak and on his staff with this he comforts me. He prepares a banquet for me in the sight of my enemy. This guy was not praying to God. He was announcing to circumstances and situations the grace he carries. 
When will the church wake up to that reality? When are you going to announce your circumstances? With the rise of challenge that the devil throws at you, he recognizes your, your environment against you. He recognizes even your office, which God has given you a blessing, against you. He uses the same body God gave you and uses that weapon to attack you. He will make your body whole sickness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God will give you blessings, give you children. He will use your children against you. And he will not rise at 2 a.m. and say, The Lord is my light. Devil, listen to me. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my light. He is my help. Whom shall I fear? Your heads are my children's broken. To speak for people as one who is a product of the light that comes from truth. That's how we rule and reign. Are we blessed? Yes, So when the Holy Ghost comes, leads us in the truth. He's not saying when he comes, he will lead us to the truth. Huh? Good. If you continue down, my brother, can you continue? Can you finish up the main part? Because it's good that we don't understand. What the Holy Ghost is supposed to do in your life. If you're interested, you keep him. But if you are listening with your own agenda, you keep him. You lose time. Are you there? Go ahead. Uh -huh. In God's name, we take authority. One. He will not speak on his own authority. Uh huh. But whatever he hears, he will speak. Good. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will declare to you the things that are to come. What physical things? The agenda of God. He will declare to you after he has you know, worked on you and you're now in the same place with him, he will not need to tell you what God is about. Finish up. Uh -huh. Esteem up. That's one of the Can yeah, continue. Mm -hmm. Verse 14. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine. Get me. Stop. <laughs> the first one, he will show you. He will declare to you what is to come. The second one, he will do what? He will, so I said, he will take what is mine. And you are here. The next time is full of things. He just has come, he just has given the, 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 the mandate. He said, go and give this thing that belongs to me to them. He will take what is mine. The thing that the Father has furnished him after he has pleased the Father. The Father gave him victory. The Father gave him new life. The Father gave him glory. The Father gave him power. The Father gave him ah, majesty. He now told the Holy Spirit, now listen to me. I want you to go and give it to them. I want my own children to rule sharply. That's what I have. Oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I need to go down. If you start a bit, I need to go down. Brother, read that one again. And I don't think you have come it. You have not come in. The revelation has not come to you yet. Huh? Huh? Please read it again. What did he say? He will glorify me, mm -hmm. for he will take what is mine. He will take what is mine. 
and declare it to you. Wow. Please, is there another picture here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All that my father has is mine. Mm -hmm. That's why I said that those who take what I give him are there. All that the father has is mine. Then I told you that I'll, I'll, what, <laughs> he will take what is mine and give it to you. What do you want to say? You shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and, sh and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore say I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. You see, he, he did that argument very, very well. He said, all that the Father has is mine. I mean, right? That now says, and you will take what is mine. And give it to you. Do you believe for that? I don't know how much this makes sense to you, but it's your Bible, right? I don't know how much it makes sense to you. Hmm. Hmm. So then the Holy Ghost showed me this. And I asked him, then what am I asking for? He said, there's nothing. What? <laughs> Once he shows it to you, for your information, he said, he will take what is mine and declare it to you. In the right Greek translation, what he says is, he said, he gives you the right of ownership. He gives you the right of ownership. You will take what is mine and give it to you. doesn't know how much of money to give. We like to be beggarly. We want to see ourselves as slaves. We like to allow the lives of this world to treat us so much that we see ourselves in a different, you know, this type of life. The day, from the day I stumble on this, I refuse to be the same with others. This is what God wants my life for. Another idea, whatever the Lord lays in my heart. Did he say if you are too holy, he will give you the What is the glory of God? You are the Lord of Jesus. Holy Spirit, let it make sense to them. enough to change your life forever. Spiritually, physically, in all ramifications, this is what ushers a new beginning forever in your life. If this passage of God makes sense to you, if you cut the revelation, because whatever hits your soul activates everything around you. Everything will start to rise in the middle because they say, this one has received it. The entrance of his world brings light. 
Make your wisdom life that this world has entered your soul. Your entire world captures it. Everything we say, hey, thanks be to God. This world has come. Make your peace be seen now. Everything around you will start walking to your world. Everything. According to his riches in glory, in Christ Jesus. No, according to your situation. Do you believe it? Or are you battling with doubt in your mind? Become believer and say, hey, this is not for everybody. Hmm. This is for some people. And I can say, man, how you say it to Thanks be to God. I'm a member of the church. I've been sanctified. Jesus is my sanctification. Jesus is my redemption. Jesus is my life. Say, I'm blessed. Yes. Can you say more prophetically? Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go to my chamber of prayer. The devil told me, let me equip you. In case you don't know, keep walking with your walking. Look at what they are saying. I'm not even dealing with you. I'm dealing with the Holy Spirit, who is declared to redeem that have been given for my sake in the foundation of the world. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I lay hold of the backing of you. I lay hold of it. I lay hold on peace eternal. I lay hold on joy of the Lord. I lay hold on this. I lay hold on good health of Simon of man of body. I lay hold on wisdom. I lay hold on direction. I lay hold on this. And I begin to take hold by faith. And I step up and step and walk over the name of God. Faith is mine. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. And the Lord will say, Yes, look at one who has risen to what? To the level of understanding. And could have access to eternal heritages of God. Physical heritages becomes normal. They come to you. Yes. Seek first the kingdom of God and the righteous demand of the kingdom. Every other thing will be added unto you. This is what the Holy Ghost wants to make out of your life. He wants to furnish you with the truth of heaven. He wants to change your mentality. He wants to break your habits. Those will make out of you a person that represents the image of God. There's a wrong version of you that you are seeing right now that was better by the darkness of this age. They have given you a name. They have told you how to react to things. You've been raised by systems that are corrupt. Systems that have been alienated from the life of God. So you have been raised as a, as a dead person physically moving around. Because the system that you hold on to are dead systems after what is concerned. In our prayer, we try to drag God into that system. And He's telling you, I have a new system. I'm life. You are dead. Your mentality speaks dead. Oh, you don't know. Okay, let's look at Ephesians chapter 4. Let's read it. Ephesians chapter 4. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's read from verse 17. If you are there, just read loud and clear. Let's see what the Holy Spirit is trying to pull us out from. The thing that shaped you from the day you were born. You were better in this system that we're talking about now. That has formed your habit, formed the point of your choice, formed your decision. You don't even know. You think that this is the light of God. But the Holy Ghost, when He comes, He will start condemning this in your life. 
and tell you that the new list are entirely. Read now, let's hear. I say to you then. Okay, someone is reading from here. Bye bye, Claire. Mm -hmm. I say to you then, mm -hmm. and with your assistance, I advise you in the Lord, mm -hmm. do not imitate the Gentiles who live an aimless kind of life. Aimless kind of life. Aimless. Number one, go ahead. Their understanding is in darkness, mm -hmm. and they remain in ignorance because mm -hmm. of their blind conscience, mm -hmm. very far from the life of God. Mm -hmm. And as a result of their corruption, they have abandoned themselves to sensuality mm -hmm. and have eagerly given themselves to every kind of immorality. Mm -hmm. But it is not for this that you have followed Christ. Good. Stop. Stop there. Paul is trying to define the system that made for this age. People who are caught up with endless kind of life. They like what is futility of life. A life that has no direction towards God. And Paul tells us about he says that we may be set free from the aimless kind of life that our parents hand over to us. What is the aimless kind of life? You are born, you take you to school, you have passed certificates, you get a job, you marry, you build houses, acquire land, make money, you want children too, you raise them too, and we think that this ongoing system is life. Where is God captured in all this? We even stand up and say we, we are successful just because these things are at work in you. When Jesus has said that man's life does not depend on the abundance of the things he has. Where is God's purpose in this system that everybody is being pushed into? Whether you like it or not, for you to succeed in life, you must go to school. When people who know the world today are men who didn't go to school. Hello. Hi. I, I'm not speaking, right? Those who are living the world today in different areas of life, in science, they go to school. Where is the dropout? The system could not keep them because they came originally with something. God will not factor in the system of this world. That's what Paul is not helping. He said, that kind of This, what we call understanding today, is the problem of darkness. It's better than Satan. That's why Jesus came and said, This is an evil and what? Perverse generation. How can be God who created this system? Give them a name. For him to tell you this one, it means that this is not the word he created. Because the word he created was what? Very good. Now he came down again this time as man to announce to you and say, This is an evil and perverse generation. That means there's a perversity. This is not what we intended it to be. Something has happened. I don't see a catching what I'm trying to show over here. It is in this perverse generation that we are saying we are successful. If you are not the leader of soul, sorry, your soul will grow coerced and gross. A system where vanity is the order of the day. Men are rated based on how much of background is around them. Life is determined by what you like and what you don't like. Pleasure, not values. 
When you do things, not because they contain the values of God, but because it gives us pleasure. I like this car. I like this building. Wow. It gives you pleasure. Where is God factoring that choice you're making? We don't marry because we are fulfilling destiny. I marry this man because I like this man. But is this man going to fulfill destiny? Look at that question. That's why sometimes before they pray, it tends to be very comfortable. We don't judge by sight. We judge in spirit. You can go and marry an ugly woman, a woman, and that woman will let you be blessed in God's mind. We don't rule by pleasure. You may not like something, but that thing is a step in your destiny. So that's why we don't judge by the senses. Our senses are corrupt. Our appetites are corrupt. Our all these agreements are corrupt. They are perverted by the spirit of this age. Are you aware that appetites are being created day by day? Are you aware? No. There were appetites of things in the past that we never had. Now they are coming. Different dimensions of appetite are coming. Both civilization, what we will even eat physically and what we attain in our senses. Different dimensions cravings are being created, and all of them are linked to darkness. Because that's what the devil used to bind men. As we become slaves to appetite, to pleasure, to the cravings, the poisons of soul. This clean machine can operate in that dimension. That's why comfortability, where there's no God, leads to corruption. Any comfort does not speak about the peace of God and the joy of the heart. Okay? Stand blessed. Stand blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We can be in When we come to the Holy Ghost, I want to be born in the ground and be shaken. I speak in tongues and see visions and even get prophecies. But if this wisdom is not at work, the devil will dictate us where we are. And then we will see everywhere so much of prayer, so much of activities, so much. But look at the life of the people. They lack the substantial knowledge that defines a Christian in the venues of. My people perish for lack of this knowledge of the That's why I am blessed. As you perceive this, go back home. Forget praying for other things and be praying. All those who are dropping and say, Father, I think this way I'm where I'm going. Get me deeper. Get me deeper. More light transformation. More light transformation. And as I keep transform, you are moving from one version of your life to another version of your life. And at each version, there are things waiting for you. If I'm in version one, and I have a blessing waiting for me in version two, if no matter how I pray and fast about it, it cannot come. I'm not to grow into the version of the glory that flows my life. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You will grow into a version where God supplies for you, whether you like it or not. You go to another person where goodness and mercy shall follow you. Not you follow it, you grow into it.
You go to a bank where victory is given to you as a license of existence. No matter the battle, where it comes from, you will surely win because you have entered the realm where the glory of that realm can be At that level, all you need is a thank you for the victory. Even this is your mouth to your heart. That is understanding. Understanding is also by the death that rules the world. Oh, Jesus, have mercy on us. If I come back on earth, will I still find this faith on earth? Will I still find it? Hmm? You are going to prove it. At least you will keep it. Possible and fought the good fight. I've run the race. I've finished my course. I have kept the faith. This is the faith I'm talking about. This is the faith. This the, 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 the compendium of this knowledge community. That's what they call faith. We say I have faith. You know, you can explain it. There are two realities. I don't mind what my body will tell me. I don't mind what my world around me will tell me. But I have a faith that God has communicated. And when the enemy starts knocking the door for life, you engage in prayer. You start speaking to him. You don't say, I, I, you don't talk too much. You just announce the realities of all this. Just imagine me now in my own brain. And the devil is engaging me, trying to convince me that my life will go down. Eh? Amen. And I'm talking this. It's the war of argument. The argument that people have that sends in your soul eventually becomes the one that will manifest your life. You'll be dragging your spirit and say, Can't you see? This will go worse. Can't you see? Your God is dead, but He cannot respond to you. He said, I know, but I don't understand. You know, I know you. No, no, educate Him. It is written. That what he has has been declared to him. <laughs> if you don't know what he said, the Bible says, John chapter 16, you did to tell him, I shall not die because life has been given to me. You wake up with one dream where accident brought everywhere. You wake up and your leg broken. Something has eaten up your leg. Blood is everywhere. He said, Hey, Jesus, what's the name of this? Hey, no, 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 no. Was a liver, you know, two few days ago. After we're just there talking, 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 I start talking to handle those kind of things. Before you know it, oh, a part of God hit her to the ground. I said, see, what this is saying is tumor. Those tumor fell on the ground. She started struggling. Hey, see, my tongue is turning pain me. What is happening to me? Those tumor get there. Thank you. 
She's getting lighter and lighter every day. Praise the Lord. There is something you have. Why do you allow the world to pollute your mind and reduce it to a nonentity in this world? Why do you allow some who have, who have failed themselves and have failed God and have produced all kinds of religious language to give you words on how to express God? Some of them are sound this way because, you know, we have been caught up in a system where, you know, things are, what we are making do with is things on the periphery. When the Bible says deep, it's calling unto what? Deep. The Holy Ghost wants to disarm you from aimless life. That the hand over to you. He wants to deal with your darkened understanding with the light of the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God. The understand that comes from God and what the cancer of God that force you to create awareness of the dimension. Because of this endless life and understanding, it has formed you in a dimension where you have a particular attitude to life. You see life from the point of view of particular things. For you, life is okay because particular things are there. So, every day we see the reality of what? The fortitude of life. Pray for one woman in one big hospital here. Before I travel from my parents' burial. Very expensive place. But as life will have it, she kept deteriorating. They took her to the UK where they were spending $25,000 for one injection. She's in the midst of money. Of cancer. They can hold her. And take her. Sometimes those that are going to work. But the person who is controlling her initial has kept, has brought the person in a place where they can connect. Where their confidence is not your prayers. So say the thing is open now. And you could not bear your own evil because of your own belief. It's all good now. He could not do miracles. He tried, he didn't work. He invoked the powers of the supernatural over his own people. Not in God. Because of what? There are two types of people. There are people <clears throat> who are caught up in the world who naturally, by virtue of their state, they are in darkness. They don't have the opportunity to make the choice to accept God. When there is situation by faith for them, God out of mercy can make them. But a woman who came, the Canaan woman, who said even the dogs can eat from his master's table. That woman is coming from a place where they sacrifice children to gods. And that's why God addressed her in her own state. Dogs. You see, they don't give what you meant to children to dogs. Who is the dog there now? By the, by the discussion, who is the dog there? For Jesus himself, who is a God in heaven, who is all good to call somebody dog, you should know it is not matter. 
But the woman insisted by faith. Why his own people who are Jews who know who his parents did not convert? So this one, they know, but they refuse to acknowledge the grace. Who had died when Christ was, was, was alive? But he literally lays on the shield. Don't put yourself in somewhere God himself cannot even help you because of what? The way you have allowed yourself to be put up. That's why the Holy Spirit is working through first seven. So this amounts of this endless life, that can understand it. The devil. Hardness of heart. If you read down, you hear about the hardness of heart that is in them because of what? Ignorance. Ignorance is not absence of truth. Ignorance is rejection of truth. There are people, there are people who are in church that have refused to accept the truth. You will unveil it to them. They still make a choice to hold on to what they feel is the best for them. But who are they? I don't even know the truth. So they didn't tell you. They are only bankrupt of the truth. It's still between you not having the truth and rejecting the truth. That's why you see somebody now who is just who is not familiar with church. You can step into here and hear what I'm saying right now. Faith will wear off, and as a circumstance is that in your life, God will answer her for doing the thing. But someone who has been here coming for this program for 20 years will not receive anything. And they wonder, how can God bless this community while we are here all the time? Because of what? You have so much and still doesn't make sense to you. Because of what? Unbelief. So the Holy Spirit will dismantle this system. Is it really, really true? This in that part. Is it really? What well, is it though? I know where it is, divine yourself. <laughs> That's unbelief at work. Or did this have destroyed your system? You cannot pick up the wisdom of God to use your mind. And until this is establishing you, the Holy Ghost cannot take you to that point where He will now start cleansing you from wrinkles. You know, if you read Ephesians 5 of verse 26, He says that He may, that he may present the church. We present the church to the washing of the water by the word of God, you know, without spots. Number one is what? Without spots. Spots and what? Wrinkles. And we say spots has to do with what? It's stained, right? And stain has to do with what? Sin. Hmm? Sin. So when the Holy Ghost begins to work on you, as it dismantles you from all this, the, the end product of taking away the endless life, that understanding, hardness of heart, is that it is genuine repentance. You begin to abhor sin. Sin becomes what you start hating. Then your appetite for sin starts going down. Your appetite for righteousness starts coming. You see? And the Bible says, because I've hated iniquity and I've loved righteousness. He said, I will anoint you above your fellows. 
So that's what the Holy Ghost wants to establish in your, in your system. So he wants to bring you out of the place where you can have spots. Because those spots speak against you. Now, when he has finished sanctifying you in a little spot where sin cannot easily have access to the chambers of your soul, you have gained mastery and some level of diligence is at work in you. He now takes to the higher dimension, which is what? Wrinkles. Wrinkles have to do with degeneration, corruption. Both of your mind, of your spirit, of your body. Decadence of life. Things don't work out in your life. So you need to deal with wrinkles. And what he uses to engage in the dealing of wrinkles says is the grace of immortality. You need to have access to the grace of immortality. So that the force in nature that is bringing down things, making things to work for you, talking about body deterioration in terms of sickness and all kinds of things, mental deterioration in terms of depression, and all forms of fear, and all forms of, you know, uh, Getting mental derangement and all that, like this grace, your mind will pick up truth and peace instead of it. The joy of the Lord will be all step of your, your soul. You wake up with joy, with peace all the time. You become a dispenser of peace. Joy will come out of you. You are now stepping to the an energy that this earthly system cannot give. It's called immortality. That will be That's where we belong. At that level, you, you can never cannot inflict you. Because life has come into you. Not ordinary life, but the supernatural life, the divine life has come into you. Peter said, We're partakers of divine life. Have you escaped the corruption that is in the world? So immortality gives you the grace to escape the corruption of the organ, the corruption of your the corruption of your, your, your cells. Reprobate cells cannot come into your side walking. Because reprobate cells take their root from rebellion. Yes, they don't come to do. Amen. Amen. Are we here? Yes. Sam, blessed. I am blessed. This is there for you. It all depends on how you yield yourself. And thank God for it. Thank God for immortality. Could he start thanking God for immortality? He didn't want to get himself involved with, is it possible? He said, I'll thank you for his immortality. He began to get up the pictures of saints who have worked in immortality, who have died and have gone and to decay, and started honoring them. Men who entertain and reach the level of metamorphosis. In that realm where there's no more corruption, he was honoring them and thanking God for that grace. And tapping that grace, you will lay his hand on the feet of a Harry of, of and pray and tap the energy there. You will lay his hand on the body of a Bennett of Lowe's, who body has to be to, to, to decomposed too. She will tap, you will tap there, you will tap there. Eventually, they never saw what he was doing, and then struck him with sickness. He died. But seeing him in his death, his body was used. He is the latest saint in town who is demonstrating immortality in death. As the devil, you denied me immortality in life. But in my death, my body will manifest. Shout it, amen. And the whole world is coming to realize the grace. Of recent, the nun, her grave was open in the US, and she's demonstrating what? Immortality. The immortality. Immortality. Say again. Immortality. Yes. This church, you. Finish your course. Paul said, I ran the race. I 
and finish my course. This is the course. He'll take us from where? Bringing us to the truth, furnishing us with the, the gifts and the office of the Holy Spirit. He'll take us where? To the way he will take the uh, take response in our life and bring us to the place of what? Immortality. The place of immortality. Then we manifest the fullness of the priesthood and the kingly life. Which is the same matter. Who reign not by oh God, you know you are our God. No, you reign because you know you have received the grace of immortality. Don't mind what is happening to you. Your body will tell you it's not true. Uh, you see, you know, tell, tell your body, no matter what, I have received the grace of immortality. You deal with this boss. You refuse your garments to be stained. Love righteousness. As true iniquity, mental iniquity, emotional iniquity, bodily iniquity. Refuse to hate. Refuse to be unforgiven. Refuse to be envious. Let your heart not capture those spiritual energies. Refuse to be used by the devil and dumped. Refuse to be defied by strange spirits that come to you and make your heart become bitter. I refuse to be used. I'm condemned to love. I will love my enemies. The more they hurt me, the more I love them. I refuse to allow my, allow my energy to be used negatively. I refuse to hate. I will forgive you. Slap me again, I will forgive you. Insult me again, I will forgive you. Yes, I may feel a pain, but I refuse to be hurt. I refuse to be hurt. I refuse to be envious. I rejoice to take away the progress of your life. This is how you position yourself before the Holy Spirit over time, over time, over time. Then you will lose the taste of me, the meaningless of life. Which is one that is the world. We thank you, Jesus. Are you aware that the food you eat every day here? This food is called the food of immortality. <laughs> it renders you immortal. It's not saying who eats my flesh and drink my blood shall never see death. Have you digested that energy in this food? So you can move it, whether through the word of mouth or through the word of the Eucharist. You can move into immortality. And this is why the Lord prayer against witches. Witches, any witch that sights you comes under condemnation immediately. You don't pray against it. Of truth, we activate a new law in our system. 
Not the blood of sickness, the blood of the life, the blood of Jesus. And because that blood is operating in us, no condemnation can come. No system can come and judge us. No hurt, no destruction in all the world and holy mountains. Because the knowledge of the word of God shall cover the earth as the water covering the sea. When this knowledge enters you, it dominates your system, dominates your law, your organs, your body, your bones, and the water, you know, staggeringly dominates the earth. Anything that enters your system is swallowed up and lit up by the word of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are here for you. We give you all the glory. Take us on the path of the cross. We do not choose our coming. We curse every situation, anybody. We rebuke every bondage, every source against your life, every enchantment in your mind, whatever they may have deposited in you that is consuming nuisance. Your path of joining with the Lord in this dimension comes from that God's condemnation. We judge you. Let the Holy Spirit approach every tree, plant in your life, by the of God. The tree is of fear, ignorance, unbelief. The tree that, that, are, that are rooted in your soul, that argues with God's word. Let it come down in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let the enchantments of Satan in your spirit. Be pulled down right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. They see the spirit of truth. They see the spirit of peace. They see the spirit of joy. I decree and I declare that your doors are open. The doors of holiness. The doors of righteousness. The doors of understanding. May the Holy Ghost come to you supernaturally today. From this day forward, new vistas of life shall be opened to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There shall be no death in our tents. There shall be no violence. There shall be no destruction. The glory of God preserves us, keeps us safe in the name of Jesus Christ. You foul spirits of the devil, you spirits of witchcraft, you spirits of sorcery, you spirits of the devil. Your hold over the family in this time is broken in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Anything you have used as weapon to consume losers where God will gather, the word of God is against you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that the scepter of the wicked shall not rest in the land of the just. Anything that pertains to us, the rod of the devil shall not rest. In our health, we shall not rest. In our families, they shall not rest. In our children, we shall not rest. In our career, we shall not rest. In our good economy, we shall not rest. We decree and enforce the purpose of God in our lives. We decree and declare that the power of the Eucharist shall preserve us and keep us victoriously in every circumstance that pertains to us. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed in the morning. You are blessed in the afternoon. You are blessed in the evening. Your sanctification will speak out. Your victory will speak out. Your favor will speak out. Whatever the enemy has delivered in your life, I declare and declare right now that they shall come back to you with speed in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God shall be upon your life. The people of God shall be upon upon your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Strange things are happening to heaven shall be available to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. God the glory. We give God the honor. We give God adoration. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.